Happy spooky season, everybody. My name is Ryan. I'm I'm Daniel. Hi. And we are your small town Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Small Town Nerds Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things nerdy and, of course, spooky season, so all things spooky as well. Daniel, how are you doing? I am... I'm getting by okay. Uh, I'm about ready for a nap, I can tell you that much. Um, I wasted it a bunch of... It is the middle of the day. I don't see what your point is, Ryan. I wasted a bunch of money, uh, like, literally. So, I, you remember that camera that I got a while ago? Yes. Yeah, so... um. I don't have any experience with film, and for some reason in my idiotic brain, I thought, hey, why don't we open up the back of this camera before we roll up all the film? And when I rolled it all up, uh, so it, it doesn't like light, any additional light than what comes in through the uh, through the lens, so I, I ruined an entire roll of film. <sighs> so no por- no porno then? Unfortunately, no. Well, unfortunately for you, fortunately for me, no. That's that's not going to happen. Sorry to, to everyone that was waiting and hoping for that. Daniel and the Cougars still coming soon. I I don't think it is. I think it will be. I mean, you're welcome to think whatever you want, but it's just it is not. It's not going to happen. If you say so. If I you do. say so. So, Daniel, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, today we are going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about Black Adam because that came out. We're going to be talking about Rings of Power. Or Ryan's going to be talking about it because I didn't bother watching it because uh, that that finished. Uh, and yep, then, that concluded. Um, what else? Were, 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 and then we're, we have a fun little uh, horror yeah, we're, themed we're not game. Else. Yeah, yeah those are the two things we're reviewing. No news for you, at least no major news that we really feel necessary to waste some time on. We're hoping this will be a little bit of a shorter episode. We've been getting, kind of going long lately. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna go to the arcade today still. So, the arcade. Yeah. What arcade? Geeks Mania. Pay fifteen bucks and okay. it's unlimited play all day. You're just going by yourself. Yeah. All right. What, you think I have friends to go with me? No, no, fair enough. I mean, if you want to, okay. <laughs> okay. I just didn't know we were back in the 80s. Hey, there is nothing wrong with arcades, even though... There's absolutely nothing wrong with arcades. Even though my favorite game is from... Actually, when is it from? I'm going to look it up. I'm curious. What, Pac-Man? No, have you ever heard of Joust? No. So Joust is an arcade game where you essentially uh, mash a button until... That's like all arcade games. Well, yeah, so you mash a button to like f- flap your little bird guy up, and then you want to get your Flappy sword bird. above your enemy's sword and then run into them, and you kill them, and you collect the egg that they drop. Yeah, that came out in 1982, so that, yeah, my favorite arcade game is from the 80s. Brother. So, how about Black Adam? Black Adam? Oh, wow, what a movie that was. Yeah, that's yeah. You, you you saw it this weekend, or not this weekend? This week, I, I saw yesterday. it yesterday. I don't yeah. know what day it was. Yesterday, you saw it in theaters. I did. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I'm gonna have to take your word for it. I did hear a lot about it, and I had the end credit scene spoiled for me, not by you, but by other people. So, what are your thoughts on it? Um, you know, considering this movie took how many years to get made, The Rock's been working on it for I don't know. It like seems what, like a, eight years, almost a decade. A we'll decade. Just say that. Uh, considering he's been working on it for 10 years, you'd think that it would be something at least a little bit special, but no, this is probably one of the most forgettable movies I've ever seen. Uh, that's a big yikes. Yeah. I can not tell you like any plot details like at all besides there's a guy that wants to bring a demon King into the world or something like that. And yeah, it's, it's boring. The fight sequences were probably the best part. Uh, I'm not gonna say who or anything like that, but one of my they got rid of one of my favorite characters in the movie. Um, 
I think that that character could have had a lot of potential in the future, and he's one of my favorite DC Comics characters, but I guess uh, guess it's uh, one movie and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, from it's... what? What were you going to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. So go from ahead. what I heard is that kind of along the lines of what you were saying, the action scenes were cool, and they were probably the best moments. Everything else really didn't have anything going for it. The effects were were cool. Um. The tone was kind of similar to like a, a Zack Snyder film, but the acting specifically for Black Adam. Um, was The Rock. Yeah, The Rock is, um... He's one of those actors who plays one character just wearing a different outfit. Yeah, so... Like Ryan Reynolds. He didn't... Oh, with, at least with Ryan Reynolds, he shows emotion. Well, yes, so Ryan Reynolds is the same character, but his character is always funny and charismatic. The Rock kind of is the same way just, as um, um, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Yeah, well, Adam Sandler's than Adam the Sandler. same character. Well, yes, but they're along the same veins. They they they're all they all play the exact same character, just with slight modifications. Now, and I the Rock is just it. a big stoic dude. Or I have, I have not seen it, but from what I understand, he's big funny guy. From what I understand, Adam Sandler is pretty different than his normal self in Uncut Gems. Yes, I have seen that. That is a big divergence from from his typical characters and I do give him props for that movie. Yeah, but The Rock, he's re- You know, I don't want to upset anyone, but I don't actually care that much, so I'll just say it. The Rock really is not that great of an actor. He just he doesn't show any emotion. Yeah. And even when he's talking about in the movie, uh this isn't much of a spoiler because I they say it in the trailer, but when he's talking about his dead son, uh he doesn't show any emo- it's just he's he's blank the entire time. And it's kind of hard to watch. So my opinion of, of Dwayne Johnson is typically or kind of that he is a good charismatic kind of comedy actor. Like he's funny and he can bounce off other actors very well. But when it gets into a dramatic role, he's kind of just that the stone faced uh, big guy. That That's what he can't really play a very dramatic role yeah that's i understand why hollywood cast him so often you know he's yeah i mean he is he he's a big charismatic actor and for a lot of roles that that helps but for roles that you kind of have to carry your own emotional weight i don't think he can really do that yet at least from the movies that i have seen him in yeah one other thing that is one of the only other parts I can really clearly remember from this film. Uh, this kid is like trying to modernize him because you know he's from five thousand years ago, so he's trying to teach him mm-hmm. all the things that modern superheroes do. Like, oh, you need to like speak you, English. You need a better name. Uh, you need a you need a catchphrase to say before you take out the bad guys. And so a running gag, I guess you could call it, even though it's really not funny at all, is him trying to use this catchphrase throughout the movie and messing it up every single time and it's did they already kind of make that joke with thor love and thunder yeah but this is dc so it's different it's different yeah they're yeah. they're not five they're not both five thousand year old gods that spew lightning out of their fingertips a little different yeah they're slightly different yeah um do we even want to talk about the end credit scene or would we rather save that i mean I will say end credit scene, best part of the movie, easily. So if you don't want to, that's what I heard. Yeah. If you don't want to waste money going to see this movie, just look it just up online. Go- I'm yeah. sure there's like a thousand places <laughs> that have leaked it. I, yeah, it's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube leaked. Yeah, because that that's actually gives me that actually gives me a little bit of hope for the future of the uh, DC cinematic universe. And that's well, I've as as cool as it is, I think it poses more questions to me than answers. Just because of issues that it brings up with other works and how everything fits. And I just, I am left with more questions than answers, but they are questions that I hope get answered in a really good way. Yeah, so here's hoping something good comes of that end credit scene. Whatever. Ryan, I only watched three episodes of Rings of Power, so you go ahead and take the take this wheel on this one. Um, I can... 
summarize my thoughts of Rings of Power with three words. Disappointed. Upset. And flabbergasted. Now, yes, all three of those words essentially mean the same thing. I did not like Rings of Power for a lot of reasons. But before I do that, I do want to give a couple like kind of bones to the show for a couple good things that they did do because I can't just rag on it the entire time. I want to give it a couple benefits. One, visually, it does look really good, at least the landscape shots. I mean, they put $500 million into this show. The CGI better be good, which it is. The other one is the music. I can always appreciate a good score, and Rings of Power has a pretty decent score. Not my favorite, but it does have some good cinematic moments. Another thing is that the storyline featuring um, Elrond and Durin, the, the dwarves, I don't actually hate that storyline. I thought it was fine. I thought the two of them played together well. Obviously, there's a lot of things I would still change about it. But I thought those character moments were the better character moments in the show. Now, everything else about the show, I don't like. Um, the Harfoots, don't care. They shouldn't be in the show. I don't care. There, there's no point to them other than to introduce, spoiler, basically Gandalf. Who, again, lore-wise, should not be in the show. Um, Galadriel, I know she's the main character, a doesn't she this character is not at all reminiscent of the Galadriel that we know so I just have a lot of trouble connecting the two because this Galadriel is such a pain in the booty she's just a big old bitch <laughs> I hate her she has no redeeming qualities um, the character of Hellbrand who spoiler is Sauron has this kind of pseudo relationship with Galadriel and in the finale uh, Sauron was even saying that he wants Galadriel to be his queen and I'm thinking why why is this a thing that they had to include in in the books in the Cimmerillion and in the um, the appendices at this time Galadriel has a husband and has a child now, they did mention Celeborn, who I'm pretty sure is the name of Galadriel's husband, had his dead. I don't believe that's accurate. And Galadriel... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to uh, preface this and say I haven't read the Cimmerillion. I have tried. It's really hard to read. I guess I haven't tried it since high school, so maybe I could read it now. Um, but I haven't read the Cimmerillion. I have read Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, though. Um, and most of what I'm going on is just, as I was watching the show, every time something would come up that just seems unbelievable, I would research it and find out it is, um, in fact, unbelievable because it didn't happen. And the point of the show where I essentially knew that I didn't like the show anymore and just kind of quit was uh, when they introduced Isildur and and his, and his father, uh, Elendil. They shouldn't be around at this time. They were not born for, uh, I don't know, like 2,000 years after the rings were forged. So just all the lore accuracies, the acting, they just borrowed storyline and dialogue from... The Peter Jackson movies, um, the appearance of Gandalf, the fights, the big climactic fight scene, and I don't know if that was episode six, was not good. It was basically just a ripoff of Helm's Deep, just done worse. There's just a lot of things in this show where it just frustrated me because they put so much money into it. It could have been so much better, and Lord of the Rings deserves better than what they got. So that's my, my rant word. So yeah, um, unless you have anything else to add, I suppose we could move right along. Uh, no, I think you covered it pretty well. I mean, man, it, it kind of seems like you were going at that for like, uh, I don't know, 28 hours. 
That'd be crazy if I was ranting for 28 hours on end. I mean, it just, it just seems like it was that long since you started. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I think you're just tripping on something. I mean, it's very so, possible. I mean, speaking of tripping and possibly dying, how about we move into our next little segment that we have? Yeah, uh, that's absolutely a good idea. So I think that we said this earlier. I don't remember entirely, but uh, we've got a little bit of a sort of game, I guess you could say. You know? A little bit of a game. A little bit of a game. Hey, hey, Ryan. What? I'd like to play a game. <sighs> okay. See, see what I did there? I see what you did there. Okay, so we're going to be clever. talking about some horror movies, some of the most iconic ones out there. But instead of saying, oh, this is a great movie, this is a bad movie, whatever, we're going to be talking about if we think that we could survive these situations or these monsters or whatever it is. Yeah, we're basically going to be rating the or rating our belief of whether or not we could survive. If that makes if what I said made any sense, we're going to discuss whether or not we could survive these situations. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to say before we get started, or should we just jump in? No, I think we you can kick it off and introduce the first one. Yeah. So I know Ryan hasn't seen this movie. Maybe our listeners have. You know, all three or four of them. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. It's one of my personal favorite horror movies. It, uh, it's one that doesn't really take itself seriously, and it's a nice little twist, saying that uh, everyone is being forced in this situation and being controlled like puppets by by a bunch of people in this like uh, weird office thing. I don't know. It's a really neat concept, and it's worth watching. But So I just want to see. Ryan, do you think that you would be able to survive if, uh, you know... People sicked a bunch of, let's say, what they are in the movies, uh, some redneck zombies. Um. Well, it depends. What kind of zombies are we talking about? You said redneck zombies, but are they kind of like Walking Dead zombies? Are they Call of Duty zombies? Are they World War Z zombies? What kind of zombies are they? Uh, let's see. Well, they don't really run after you. They got weapons right. like a uh, redneck also farmer they... might have. Ugh. So they can shoot guns? Uh, I believe that one of them might have a gun, but if I remember correctly, it's more so just stuff like a scythe or a, I think gotcha. one of them blades saw. and stuff. Blades, yeah, melee weapons. Hmm. Um, how easy are they to kill? Like, does a, does a single gunshot to the head kill them, or is it kind of like a we have you know, to burn them and decapitate them situation? It's, it's hard to say because uh, you know, you don't really see them getting killed in this movie. It's more so just about these guys trying to survive than trying to kill these things, which you would know if you would have actually watched it. I sent you a link to where you well, could watch you it. Ju- you just said that they kill these these zombies, so how do they kill them? When did I say that they kill these zombies? You said they were trying to survive and kill these zombies. I said they're trying to survive and not get killed by these zombies. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. That was like a whole 30 seconds ago, and I don't want to stop my recording to go back well, and listen. Um, what kind of weapons do I get? Uh, whatever you can find around a cabin or in the woods. Um, well, did we, did we already say whether or not these zombies are fast? They, they're like walking speed. I think walk, in the Walking Dead, they're, they walk, so I, I mm-hmm. guess I'd say comparable to that, but you know, with, with, with some melee weapons. And how many are there? I think there's about five. Oh, easy. I could survive. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to be honest. I don't. Just because, you, you know, there's no getting away. They literally trap you in this place. And Yeah, uh, but if, if all I have to do is kill five zombies, I mean, I can do that. Okay, well, what if they drug you up a little bit, which they also do in the movie? So that you Well, you didn't tell me that I'm going to be drugged You would know up. this if you would have watched the movie. Ryan, you had like over a week to watch this. I didn't know I was going to be quizzed on it. Whatever. Yeah, so mm. they they drug you a little bit, so you're you're less effective at what you do. I still think I could survive. All right, I don't. I I mean I, I don't have the hand-eye coordination necessary to. I mean, I'll give myself like a like a sixty percent survival rate. I'm gonna give myself like a thirty, maybe forty percent survival rate. Because I think I mean I I find a tree, I get a really long branch. And then I find like a knife or a machete and then tape the blade to the end of the really long stick. And then I have a really long spear 
And if these zombies only kind of walk at me, I mean, I can just stand a ways away and just poke them. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that works. So, and then I'll just have, like, a backup machete. So, like, if... That's assuming you I can find know. one. Well, yeah, that's... A, if not, I'll just make a really sharp stick. Yeah, fair enough. Zombies aren't exactly very smart. But actually, while we're on the talk of zombies, and I'm going to give myself, like, a pretty high survival rating for walking dead as well because both situations they just kind of walk at you and the walking dead the tv show they get killed i feel like by people more often than they do the zombies yeah i've seen exactly three episodes of the walking dead that's probably similar to what i've seen i don't know how people get so into it it's just it's so slow not that it's really repetitive too it's just I, I couldn't I get into it. I tr- I tried on several occasions. I could not get past like the first three episodes. Yeah, but like World War Z zombies, my survivability is like a ten percent. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't I, think we're I don't think we're living World War through World War Z. If you've seen that movie, I have not. Uh, see, I don't think that you've played The Last of Us. But have you watched like a playthrough of someone else playing Last of no. Us? No. I have not. Uh, I was going to ask what your survivability would be on that, but I don't think that I would. I would probably kill myself, if we're being honest, just hearing the clickers. No. That would be enough to drive anyone mad. Yeah, no. Uh, World War Z, the zombies are not really zombies. They're like infected people, and they don't feel pain, and they don't get tired, and they just kind of run at you. And the disease inside them wants to infect as many people as possible. So they're, they will just mob together and just chase you relentlessly. Kind of sounds like... And it's, uh, it's terrifying. Kind of sounds like Days Gone. That's another... That's a video game. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's hordes in there like a hundred zombies will come yeah. chasing after you at once. So as for as for zombies, if they're, if they're like walking dead, like the walkers easy i think i can survive if they're anything super special like if they can spit or if they're super big or if they're super fast i'm probably dead yeah so it's it's hard to say you know realistically if we would survive because zombies aren't real well i don't think anything on this list is really real well saw could happen i guess oh, do we want to talk about saw since he since you brought it up yeah sure we can talk about saw so anyone that doesn't know or you know if you were living under a rock for the last when did the first one come out like 20 years ago almost yeah it's probably been two decades yeah so if you don't know in saw this real messed up guy basically kidnaps you. so yeah so almost, almost 10 years, 20 years or 20 years so yeah this this messed up guy he'll kidnap you chain you to some kind of death trap and say hey you can get out of this but you're going to have to hurt yourself. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah. And some of the traps are really like pretty fucked up. They yeah, they uh they're pretty elaborate. So, there's a YouTube series where this guy breaks down how to beat a lot of the traps, and some of them he said you essentially just can't. <laughs> there's no way out of it. This was just a death death machine. A yes. lot of them, though, there are ways that you can get out. Um, and I don't know. I haven't seen the Saw movies, but I've seen a lot of the traps. Truthfully, I think in the moment, if I were to wake up in one of these Saw traps, I probably wouldn't do that well. Oh, I know I wouldn't. But a, a general thing that uh, this this guy who would break down the traps said is that if you woke up and just didn't do anything, like didn't move, you'd probably be fine for a good amount of time because most of them were like pin activated or something. Yes. It'd be like you setting off a timer or you triggering the system or you doing something stupid. So if you had just woke up and just didn't do anything and just analyzed your situation first, you probably could figure out a way to get out and you could probably live. Yeah, and there's a lot of these where, you know, you have to cut off your foot to get away, or you have to dip your hand in acid to get a key, or something like that. And I don't like pain. Yeah. I can handle it, but I don't like it. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I I would not be able to yeah, do no. anything like this. But he also yeah. only targets bad people. I like to think that I'm, uh, as far as, you know, the yeah, general I don't population think, goes, but, okay. I'm on the uh, more positive side. But assume that you woke up in one of these traps. And it's a trap from the movie. It's not like a new one. It's one of the ones in the movie. What do you think your survivability is? Still not very high. Maybe like, again, like uh, like we talked about with Cabin in the Woods, maybe 30, 40%. That's if I'm yeah, being I'm, generous. Yeah, I think I'm probably around that. It, it, it would be that I would wake up and be like, oh, I'm in a saw trap. Don't move and try to remember those videos and how to break free. Yeah, I would just... That'd be my, my situation. And if I'm in one of those group situations, I feel like that's a lot easier. Because those ones, those people are just idiots. Yes. Some of the group, some of the group things, they're just, the people are just idiots and they get themselves into situations where they die. Yeah. Uh, I did watch Saw 1 through 5 before today. I, I have all of them. I just, I haven't watched all of them yet. Uh, yeah, it's, they're neat to watch, but. I, I would not handle it very well. I know that as soon as I woke up, I'd panic and just die. Yeah, I think that's a common situation for most people. They'd probably panic. But, eh, I would like to think that I have like a, a 33% survival rating. Yeah, I think. I survival think probability. Yeah, that's, I think. That's, that's, I'd that's like respectable. To think. That's respectable. I think that's pretty respectable. But if we're going to talk about respectable scores, the next one, I feel like I have like a 100% survival survivability and that's pennywise okay i think that you and i both have a hundred percent because we're not children yeah we're not children and we're not stupid enough to reach into a sewer uh was a storm drain (laughs) have you have you seen those uh tiktoks or those memes where it was like pennywise in the hood uh no i i do not have tiktok so (laughs) well neither do i but i've just seen it pop up and it's it's like these adults and Pennywise is in the storm drain trying to tempt them to come down. They're like, no, That's, no. Why, why are you, why are you in the storm drain? Why are you dressed as a clown? Like, what are you doing? And why are you trying to get me down there? Why are you luring me with popcorn? That's kind of like, kind of weird. Yeah. So and then he pulls a gun on him. <laughs> so, uh, if you know, yeah, not if Ryan, you know, Isaiah, mm-hmm. have you heard his Pennywise impression? No, is it pretty good? It's like. It's terrifyingly accurate. That's awesome. You've, if you got him on Snapchat or something, ask him to send you a video of him doing the voice. It's Perhaps I will. It's something to behold. Yeah, so I think Pennywise is like 100% survivability. It's not... Th- uh, another one that I think is like 100% is Chucky. Chucky, I don't know why people are scared of Chucky. It's a doll like, with a knife, isn't it? He's a doll with a knife, but like, I grab a shovel and I win. Yeah, anything... He's, he, He's a foot and a half tall doll. Anything you I'll have that him. has like more than three feet of a uh, reach, yeah, you're, you're golden. The only way that I'm dying to Chucky is if he like kills me in my sleep or something. He'd yeah. have to catch me severely off guard. Now maybe in like the newer Chucky's he has some kind of powers or something, but all I know of Chucky is that he is a he's basically Pinocchio with a knife. Yeah, he's that's he's all a, I know. He's a dummy, literally. Yeah. Uh, so see, th- honestly, if you were to just have a gun on you and shoot him to high heck, so you know he can't move around, you know he's just. I don't even. I don't even need a gun. Get me a towel, <laughs> see, and I will just yeah, towel so whip him. That's why I never leave the house without a gun. It's in case some maniac tries to approach me with a dummy. So I will, don't do that. Is that's, what you're telling me. Yeah, that's yeah. I have to change my plans for Halloween then. I'm sorry, I'm just Ryan. Just gonna stalk you with a doll. You you still you don't even know where my new apartment is. No, but I have a snap map. I don't have that on. I'll ask Isaiah. Dang it! Wait, no, Isaiah <laughs> hasn't been to my apartment yet either. I'll ask your mom. Shucks. I have too many routes. I yes. have too many ways of getting yes, to you. you. Do. You can't escape me or the doll. I do have two dolls at my parents' house. I know. Two really I've, creepy I've old. Them. Judith they're, and Agatha. Yeah, they're comparis- comparable to uh, Annabelle, aren't they? 
I mean, no. Annabelle, well, while we're on the topic of Annabelle. Yeah, see? Annabelle, it's almost like I was trying to do a transition. Well, that's a pretty good job. So, the thing about Annabelle, the doll itself, not scary. Same thing with Chucky. I'd kick it, set it on fire, throw it away, don't care. The problem is, is that there is a demon attached to Annabelle, and that demon, whose name is Malthus, could probably kill me if it wanted to. Yeah. Now, the yeah, thing I about don't... Annabelle is... Typically, it's locked away in the, the like this uh, spirit-proof case, so I'm not stupid enough to let it out or approach it. Actually, no, I would definitely approach it because if I ever went to that museum where the actual doll still is, I would most definitely approach it and taunt it. I definitely would. Yeah, isn't the real Annabelle like uh, more of like a cloth doll? It's a, uh, it's a uh, it's a is it a Marianne doll? Or it's a Annie Marie doll. What what is it called? Um, I, I don't know, Ryan. You're supposed to be the, 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 the uh, you're supposed to be the expert on the Conjuring movies. Okay, but like hmm. Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. That's Raggedy what it is. Ann doll. That's what it really is. So it's like that kind of plushy uh, with the red stringy hair or the red yarn hair. Yeah, that's what it really is. I mean, in general. Those dolls are also kind of creepy. Uh, I mean, a lot of dolls are just creepy. Yeah, the uh, the porcelain ones are typically creepier, though. Yeah, I would I would say so. Because, like, I'm not scared of, like, a squishy doll, but if it has little, like, I don't know, hard bits that can tap on stuff, that's a little creepy. But, yeah. Annabelle, the doll, not scared of. The demon could probably kill me real fast if it wanted to. So, I don't know. If I were to... Hmm, if I were to go to the real Warren Museum and find that the case is open, um, I would send up a few Hail Marys and get out of there, go to church. I think my survivability is pretty high, though. Yeah, speaking of... Uh, sorry, speaking of haunted dolls, Ryan... Uh... I just went on eBay and looked up mm -hmm. haunted dolls because people sell apparently haunted dolls on eBay. So you I should buy me one. Yeah, I found one here. It is a uh, Raphael Ninja Turtle <laughs> who is apparently home to a poltergeist of a suicide Ooh. victim. Heck yeah. Now what what's the difference between like a poltergeist and a ghost and a demon and everything. What's it? So a poltergeist. I I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. A poltergeist is a type of ghost that is responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises or objects being moved. So it's essentially a ghost that can actually do stuff. Ah. Whereas a ghost or a spirit just kind of exists chills poltergeist can actually physically interact with stuff so it can knock stuff over or it could pinch you or trip you i think that'd be kind of fun to be honest to like have a poltergeist live in your house i don't why it'd be kind of it'd be like oh there goes johnny pinching people again right i'm a good and then you just hear like that creepy little laugh as as you hear footsteps run away oh that little johnny Ryan, I'm I'm a good Christian boy. I'm not letting demons anywhere near my home. It's not a demon. It's a poltergeist. There's Same a difference. Difference. I've heard no. it. I've heard it both ways. I don't think so. I actually haven't, but I'm saying that I have. But also, like, if it was one of the Ninja Turtle action figures, that'd be hilarious. Mm, it's not like, an imagine action, it's some not an action figure. It's like a plush doll thing. Oh, that's even better. Like, imagine. Right, you have this Raphael doll, okay? And someone breaks into your house, and the doll just comes to life and starts beating them up. Yeah, but instead of, And you just of like, have your own personal Ninja Turtle. But instead of, like, the uh, plush daggers that you'd think the doll would have, you give them just, the real ones. Yeah, you give them real knives, and it's just, like, a, a six-inch plush doll with pocket knives. Nah, bro. Just going ham. This thing's at least a foot tall. Oh, even better, you can give them full size. 
Well, I, don't I think know if, I think it would be great. I don't know if I'd say that's full size. I mean, if you look at the movies, typically no. They're... I mean, you could. I mean, I'm saying you could give them like full size knives. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I th- I think that'd be pretty cool. Or just knives so would, that are bigger than him. That'd be fun. I would. So let me make this clear. I am not afraid of ghosts or poltergeists. Demons are different, but what you described is a plush Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy with a suicide victim attached to it. I don't think the suicide victim wants anything to do with me. Yeah, maybe. So, but yeah, Annabelle, I'd say like a, a, if it's in it, if it's in its case, 100% survival rate. Don't matter. If it's the doll, 100%. If it's the demon and it's out and it's trying to get me, eh, 50-50. Depends on how fast I can drive to a nearest church. I thought you had a cross necklace, Ryan. Yeah, I also have a cross tattoo. I don't I don't think they care. I don't mean, I, yeah. I don't know. Haven't you, you... You've seen the Annabelle movies, haven't you? I have seen one Annabelle movie. Oh, well, in the second one, there is this... Uh, farmer dude that all these orphans are are staying at his house and uh the demon possesses one of the girls right and she's like going around killing people and she's slowly turning into her demon form in the shadows and this old dude holds up like this wooden crucifix that he carved and the demon just like pulls his fingers back one by one and then he drops the crucifix and then he dies so like i don't think crosses really would affect them i Maybe, maybe not. I really maybe no a idea. Bible would though. I mean, if you could just whack it in the face with a Bible, carry some holier water around with you. Yeah, carry some holy water. Cause, cause every every good Christian boy just has a vial of holy water sitting around. You know, I've heard before. I actually don't know, but does holy water expire? Does it expire? Yeah, I've heard people... Uh, Does holy water have an expiration date? That's what I've heard people say, oh yeah, it's got an expiration date or whatever. How I does it expire? It does it's just water. It do, Well, no, but the, maybe maybe the blessing wears off. I don't know. It doesn't. It. I just looked it up. It does not, but I've heard people say that before. It's Isn't it's good. holy water, like, just a Catholic thing? Maybe. I don't know. It's not something that would set uh, my church. Yeah, it wasn't at my church either. I think it's, like primarily a catholic thing so like i don't use the holy water situation so yeah but hey if you carried around holy water with you for a while and you never encountered a demon but yeah but then i'd get thirsty and probably drink it see that's exactly it maybe you get stranded in the desert and you needed something to drink okay but okay no i don't think the situation would arise that i get stranded in the desert but i have a vial of holy water on me I don't think those two <laughs> things would go together naturally. You, so, you never know, Ryan. No, I do know. Murphy's Law. <sighs> Whatever can happen will happen. Yeah, no. I don't think it would I don't think I would get stranded in the desert with nothing but a vial of holy water. But while we're on the same vein of the Annabelle and the Conjuring franchise, the other demon that we have written down is the nun. Or precisely, the name of the demon is Valak. That demon, I'm once again going to give... Actually, I would give like maybe a 40-50% survival rate, just because it's not um, solo attached to a doll. It just kind of exists. So... I don't yeah, know. I, I have not seen the nun, so I can't say much here. It, Yeah. So in, in the movie The Nun, the demon is pretty much um, contained to the abbey or the, you know, the, the nun house, whatever you, you want to call it. it. It's called an abbey, though. Um, and then in, let's see, in The Conjuring 2, which is the other movie that the nun appears in, it only really haunts this one family in this one house. So... I would have to specifically draw its attention, and in which case, I mean, same thing with Malthus, I would just go to a church and be fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I. 
But I mean, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm caught off guard and I have to like 1v1 fight a demon, I don't think my odds are all that high just because it's a demon. I don't know. I, I don't know how confident you are in a Probably fist not. fighting with a demonic entity. Definitely not. Maybe I'll, I'll give myself like 5-10% because... If it's, well, maybe if we're getting into a boxing match, yeah. Yeah, but that's so that's assuming we fought. Otherwise, I think it's higher. You know, if I'm just running away, hiding in a church or uh -huh. something, yeah. I don't think it's all that hard. Now, the other ones that we have on this list are a little bit different because they're not necessarily just a demon. Well, so Freddy Krueger is kind of this weird cir circumstance where I think he only targets kids. I don't know. I haven't seen um Friday the Third. Is it no? It's not Friday the Third. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I also have not seen any of uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I was planning on watching one or two before tonight, but uh, I got busy. Freddy, from what I remember of Freddy Krueger is that he goes into your your nightmares and kills you that way. I don't really dream all that often, and I also have a feeling, yeah, he targets children. I'm not a child, and I don't dream all that often. So I feel like he'd have a hard time killing me. Yeah, I also yeah, I, I don't know much about Freddy Krueger besides he shows up in your dreams and tries uh tries killing him, killing you. Um so but I if, have seen the Rick and Morty episode with Scary Terry. So there's yeah. that. So I don't I don't know if we got this right as um as the as the character can only um kill children who are asleep. I don't know if that's accurate. If it isn't I will eat my words and I'll die to the demon. Um, I don't want to say that I think I could survive or I think I would get killed instantly. Because uh, I don't know anything about this guy besides he has knives for fingers. And uh, his face resembles that of Wade Wilson, apparently. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know all that much about... Why did we even Krueger. include him on this list, honestly? Because he's an icon, I don't know. You're the one that put him on, so you know what? We're blaming, know. I'm blaming you for that. That well, the next thing. the next three are easier to discuss because they are um, pretty basic slasher serial killers. That is Jason, Michael Myers, and Ghostface. So Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's he's just like a dude in a hockey mask with a knife or whatever, right? I'm pretty sure. Does he have any like mystical powers? I don't think so. Jason Voorhees powers does he have powers um well in some of them in some of the later movies it says that he has superhuman strength regenerative powers and near invulnerability which seems a little kind of BS if you're asking me I feel like in the first one he was just a, a dude in a hockey mask killing people yeah so if that's which what case, we're going off of not scared. Yeah. You know, it's... Once again, these serial killers target children because they're easy and they're stupid. I am neither a child. Yeah, I'm not a child. Yeah, my, my parents never sent me to camp other than that with my uh, youth group from church. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that a serial killer is going to show up there. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, at least I'm not that afraid of Jason. And I haven't seen anything really on Ghostfaced, other than same situation. He's just a serial killer in a mask, which once again, not scared of. I'll agree with you on so, that. So, neither of those I'm really all that intimidated by. The only one that could probably trip me up is Michael Myers, just because I do know that there is something a little bit more paranormal to him, and that I can't just kill him. But I'm pretty confident I can run away from Michael Myers. He's not very fast. No, he walks everywhere, except for... He walks everywhere. In the 1978 Halloween, which you also watched, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, he does drive in that one. Yeah, but, like, in in the 1978 uh, original movie, he only killed children or teenagers. And in the newer one, yeah, he killed, like, 40-some people, but he walked everywhere. So I just get out of town for a little bit. Go on an extended vacation for a week, come home, and hopefully he's dealt with. Yeah, once a year, whenever Halloween rolls around, just uh, take a couple days off work. Go on uh Exactly. Go on I'm, a I'm not trip. scared of these movie serial killers because I don't think they're all that believable. 
Now, there are some, like, smaller um, horror movies that I've seen that the, the killers in that are much more believable. I uh, What is the movie called? There's a movie where the main character is this deaf, deaf um, woman who lives alone in the woods. And this killer shows up at her house and, like, taunts her and then tries to break into the house and kill her. And she's deaf, of course. So, like, that's the whole kind of premise and how to shake things up. Okay. But in this, that situation, the the killer is really just, like, a normal person who just wants to kill people. So, like, he had, he killed her neighbors and then is just targeting her next. And he has a crossbow. And in that situation, if he has a crossbow and I don't, have anything a i'm calling the cops b i'm staying inside the house and c if he breaks in i'm gonna attack him with my sword yeah yeah that's definitely one way to go about it just because i'm not like you and i'm not strapped 24 7 i'm not strapped 24 7 i just sleep with a glock at my bed side that's essentially strapped i mean not really it's not like i can take my gun to work that's true, but, like, if you're home in this situation where someone's trying to break in and murder you like he did your neighbors. Oh, yeah. No, he's... I, I feel like most people wouldn't have an issue with that if they're armed. Yeah. But if it's Michael Myers, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. He'll break, he'll break through, he'll break down your door, break through your bedroom door... You shoot him seven, eight times. He doesn't care. He stabs you. You're no, dead. No, no, If you shoot him enough, he'll go down for a minute or two. That's all the time you need to get out of the apartment, get out of the house. I guess. And then by the time you buckle yourself in your in in your uh, in your car and turn it on, he's in the back seat. And then he kills you. That is how the movie's showing. So like he he's kind of sneaky. Yeah. Loki, you kind of have to give him props because... Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's a stealthy boy. I mean, I I wouldn't say that we're praising him or anything like that, but hey, for wearing such heavy boots, he's uh, he's pretty light on his feet. I don't know. I, I kind of have to give the fictional serial killer a little bit of props. He's, yeah. He's, he's kind of stealthy. Yeah, so I also went to see uh, this last week. I saw a movie called... Halloween Ends? No. Oh. A, a different spooky movie. It's called Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2. Yeah, I did not see Terrifier 1. But and what, what is Terrifier 2 about? So there's this this clown called uh-huh. called Art. Art the Clown. And Art the Clown. He likes killing people. Yeah? He doesn't talk any, at all. Any... doesn't produce any noises out of his mouth. So that's that's a little bit creepy. He goes for like sort of the mime look and uh, vibe. And then yeah, he just... Yeah, so he's, he's just like any of these... These other serial killers. Yeah, but, you know, in the, at the spoiler alert for Terrifier 2, if you were planning on seeing it, uh, end of the movie, you know, they, this, this, the, the hero of the story, this teenage girl, cuts off his head, and uh, okay. then in, like, a post credit scene, whatever, you can see his head, and he's, he's still alive. But uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. The, uh, the studio that produced this, I cannot remember who it was off the top of my head it was some smaller studio i guess um but they went for almost entirely practical effects i think Uh, that's pretty dope there wasn't anything that really stood out as cgi so with it all being practical it looks great there were some parts where you could tell you know obviously this is a dummy it that's not real skin it's like latex or Mm -hmm. something else similar but it grants a certain level of realism that cgi doesn't get you and uh you know i appreciate that i think that practical effects are extremely underused in movies nowadays yeah i feel like they really are kind of kind of underused especially with just the prominence of of um cgi it's just easy to just go for that instead yeah so i only went to see this movie because uh i saw something on facebook or something or other uh Apparently, this movie was supposed to be so scary that people were passing out and throwing up in the theater. Like, there was just that and much blood and gore. was it? No. <laughs> Not 
Not well, not at all. There were a couple scenes that I was like, ooh. Like, I, again, spoiler alert if you're going to watch this. But there's a scene where Art the Clown uh, sneaks up on a guy while he's using the bathroom, you know, standing standing behind his car, just peeing into a parking lot. And uh, he, he stabs him right in his wiener about a dozen times. That Heck was yeah. that was the most uncomfortable I wasn't in the entire movie. And it's not because, well, you know... I remember uh, back in the day when the, just, uh, paranormal like, the Paranormal Activity movies, when those were coming out, all the ads for those movies were like, a movie so scary everyone walks out of the theater. And then you see it and you're like, well, I don't think it's that scary. Yeah, this, this was and, not a very terrifying movie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, Needless to say, <laughs> what what we've what we've pulled from this conversation is that we are pretty confident that we can escape most horror movies, except for Saw. Yeah, Saw. Maybe Michael Myers. Maybe Michael Myers. Maybe Pennywise. If I'm a ten year old kid. Well, weren't the kids like? Well, and maybe 14? a demon. If I'm trapped in a demon house. Weren't the kids like fourteen when they were? Yeah, uh... but I feel like. When I was 14, I wasn't as dumb as they were. It's possible. I I don't think I would reach my hand down into a. Okay, a that kid drain. was like eight. Okay, but even at eight, I knew Stranger Danger. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. So like. <sighs> anyway, so, yeah. uh, anything else you want to talk about as far as these uh, these spooky movies go? I don't think so. All right. Anything else you want to bring up? Nah, man, I got to talk about Art the Clown and and uh, and Black Adam and all that jazz. And I also didn't have to see Rings of Power. Woo! Count yourself lucky. I, I do. I'm still upset. I'm pretty sure that whole show was just some kind of money laundering scheme. Well, it cost them $500 million, and they're already working on season two, so... Yeah, money laundering. It's got to be it. Anyways, Take us away with the outro, Daniel. All right. Well, hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Small Town Nerds. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to reach out to us for any reason in particular, our email is sttpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram, Small Town Nerds, spelt exactly how you'd expect, no spaces. And I would also like to say thank you to I Fight Dragons for the use of our theme song. The Geeks Will Inherit the Earth. It's off the album Kaboom. Great song. Great band. Listen to it. But uh, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but we are using uh, different music because it's spooky season, right? Yes, we're using some spooky music as of right now. And who is that from? Do you remember off the top of your head? I do not. It's from Epidemic Sound, so we'll we'll put a link in the description. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Anything I'm forgetting? I don't think so. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks again for listening. Don't die until next week, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.